0: Hello everyone, I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do is, when we gather, is we address the issues between rural and urban America. It's a Tuesday edition. That means that Jay Truitt comes to us from somewhere in the boondocks of Missouri. Alongside Andrew Henderson, checking in from the UK, and I am scanning through what is quite an interesting little piece and not what I thought it would be. But a group of 300 political scientists have now just rated, ranked, I should say, I think would be the better term, ranked the 30 most divisive presidents in the history of the United States. Jay, where do you think Reagan falls in that mix?
1: Jay's gone. It's gone, so I need to uh, ask you the question. Ranked in mm-hmm. order of the most disruptive, one being the most was, disruptive?
0: D- d- divisive, right. right divisive
1: dis- well, I, I I would have said Reagan would be the bottom of that list, wouldn't he?
0: You know, it's interesting you bring that up because I remember Reagan. In uh, 1980, I was, uh, what, 14 years old. And so Reagan was really the first president I'm fully aware of as president, right? And he was fairly divisive at the time. He, everybody looks back on him now um, fondly. I okay. think everybody does, most everybody. He's 22nd on ah. this list, by the way.
1: It's funny It's funny because you say that, because that was the was same with 11. Margaret Thatcher, who at the time of her own premiership, she was uh, seemed to be very de- divisive. But... Um, her 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 history is uh, one of, of great great rejoicing and how what she did for our country. So it's very interesting that if they if you ranked Margaret Thatcher in the same way, she'd probably be down at twenty two, twenty three now like Reagan is. But when she was actually in office, she'd be number one with Bell on. So who do, who do they what, call number one? Yeah, who do they call number one?
0: Uh so From 10 to 1 is very interesting in my assessment because number 10 is uh, George W. Bush. And then uh, Obama, by the way, doesn't make the list anywhere in the top 30. Of course not. But from 9 to 2, most people in the United States won't even have heard of him. Franklin Pierce. I mean... Let's go ask how many, let's go ask high school kids, who was Franklin Pierce? And he ranks in the top five in terms of he's number five as the most divisive. James Buchanan, number four. James Polk, number three. Um, A guy by the name of Abraham Lincoln. Who could be more decisive or more divisive in the United States history than Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln, as president, you could say he caused the Civil War. I mean, it happened during yeah. his tenure. So whether or not it was <laughs> actually.
1: You don't have to out, look very far. It,
0: there, there, there's nobody more. Yeah. But Donald, well, Trump, then, is mean, Donald
1: Trump, Trump is, is number, number one. one. <laughs> Donald Trump is number one. Donald
0: Trump is number one. Hang on. When
1: was yes. this survey done? When was this survey done? Because I think he's just yes, been hey.
0: This, This. this, this.
1: <laughs> This week. You've got to be kidding me. He's more divisive than Biden? You've got to be kidding me.
0: Oh, no, no, Biden's not divisive at all. Biden is bringing it all back together. (laughs) What are you talking about?
2: We 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 have to change all the slogans. And the slogans now have to read, Let's Go Buchanan.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, dear. I
2: can't believe you just said...
0: What are you talking
2: about? Let's go, Franklin Pierce.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Now, you know, can I just put... Was the author Barack Obama, by any chance? Was the author of this Barack Obama? Was,
0: he's so,
2: not so even listen, in the top 30. No, in yeah, physics, no, there, is some, there is some history that goes back to that Pierce, Buchanan, Polk era. And there, there were literally fisticuffs in the Capitol on a regular basis during those presidencies. And it, it probably is the beginning of when we started the big slide. Uh, uh away oh. from freedom and independence and there were some fierce fierce battles and if we think that our press can be destructive today all right holy cow, we we still haven't yeah. approached the level of personal destruction that occurred regularly in the u.s press um, then Franklin Pierce I can't see where Franklin Pierce would be maybe one of the most. Uh, Because the media just decided they hated the man here, like he was a Donald Trump type target. So, uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, uh, so let me uh, clear here, Andrew. Why do that? Uh, Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, Andrew. Hold on. I have I have to get this out. Barack Obama. I saw twelve, and uh, it's Andrew Jackson. But there is a tie for 12, and that is with Barack Obama.
1: Uh
2: Oh. That's kind of so amazing. why are we
1: why are we uh, talking about that Welshman that everybody knows when there's something much more important to discuss today? Yeah. What is
0: our top J- topic today? Uh, Jay, you're not going. Oh, you, you're not but, going to want to go down that
1: path. <laughs> yeah, by the way, the Welshman I'm talking about is diversion. He's known as a guy called Diversion. Anyway, my um, my topic for today is um. I thought we would discuss with Jay how the money was going to be spent on the Build Back Better bill that he told us all was going to go through.
2: It's not done.
1: Oh. I wouldn't get a okay. ragnosis, Andrew, if
0: I were you. I'm
1: just saying. Okay. Yeah. Don't <laughs> okay. All right. Ex- explain ahead. to me why it's not done.
2: Oh, well. I mean we all we can we don't have to do it before December 31st. Remember uh, okay. here a couple of weeks ago we talked about the schedule. The first first next target is this first weekend in January, then the next one is later into uh January. I don't think I I doubt Nancy Pelosi and and uh, Chuck Schumer are anywhere near done. The press all called it dead uh, over the weekend because of what Mr. Manchin said. Um, but I, there'll be a whole new package come out. We're still, they're still going to go after it. You,
0: you know why the press called it? No, that's so good. That Nobody let up off of the off the brake pedal.
2: Exactly. They what they what they wanted to do was to let off the let off the pressure in the countryside, and so uh, uh, they say, "Oh well, that didn't happen." And members of Congress can go home and go, "Well, it looks like that's not going to happen," but. Uh, currently, I I can just guarantee you that currently in Washington D.C., their little fingers are typing as fast as they can on the new "build back better, better, better," right? Or <laughs>
1: triple d two or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I know that to be true. It's- okay, well, that, 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 okay, I, well, I'm yeah. you, you've always still, you've always out still- you've always out- still- out- outsmarted me so far, Jack. To be fair.
2: No, no, and I and listen, people shouldn't people shouldn't feel bad because they just believe what they read and, and and see everywhere. And I've even had a bunch of lobbyists send me send me stuff saying, hey, it died, it's get it, that's gone, what Mansion, you know, really pulled the plug on it, there's no way they can get around it. For the short term in in the immediate sense, right, in the calendar year kind of way, yeah, I think it I think we're done legislatively for the most part for the rest of the year, and everybody's going to take off Christmas and and uh, New Year's, and and we'll come back. Hey, I,
0: you know what? Just there's an, there's an Omicron virus out there. I think that Congress shouldn't come back until October or November because I wouldn't want <laughs> them to be all in one spot and be contagious.
2: Yeah, social well, distancing would be their best bet. <laughs> Being well, sixty miles apart.
1: Well, uh, let's be honest with you, your president is going to make some statement today, uh, you know, with some draconian message to people. And apparently, allegedly, I'm going to use the word allegedly, he's going to try and introduce people not being allowed to travel between states. Now, A, that's intriguing. And B, how is that going to be possible? Does anybody have a view on that?
0: Uh, I have a view, and we'll have to express it when we get back with more. Yesterday <coughs> had a fantastic day at the Certified Piedmontese Meat Shop. Lone Creek Cattle Company continues. You know, here was one interesting thing that Tony brought up. Tony is the master chef. He's the master butcher at the Mercoto, Mercado. And he said, you know what? With our system in place, we have more stability in our price to the consumer. That's a true story, and that's exactly what they're living by. And you can be a part of the supply chain. Lone Creek Cattle Company needs schooling cattlemen to use the Piedmontese bulls on your cows to make the certified Piedmontese calves. Watch the video. It's coming soon. But go to the website to see about being a part of the system at lonecreekcattleco.com. We're back with the answer to the question after this roll route. Just a quick reminder, we're still sending out loose tails, coffee mugs, and caps. Sending some today. They will make it before Christmas. Not that it needs to be a Christmas gift, but if you're interested in loose tails, coffee mugs, which are fabulous, or a loose tails cap, get a hold of me today. We'll put it in the mail. Welcome back. Roll route. Jay Truett. I asked him to go sit by an oak tree outside. He's sitting by what looks like a sycamore tree. And uh, Andrew Henderson... Coming to us from the UK. Uh, leak. All right, Andy, leak you in Staffordshire a
1: question. Yeah, the question You're in Leak I, Yeah, in Leek leak in Staffordshire. And
0: Who would name a town Leak? Sounds like a verb. It's
1: probably three or four. It's probably three or four of them in America. You know, some guy that came from Leak and named it Leak Leak
2: However, would we would call <laughs> it we would call it New Leak. Yeah. Nearly? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big invented like, yeah. like oh. that out of clear oh. thin air. Yeah. Jay, you're taking yeah. the piss. You really are. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. I, I couldn't risk that. Anyway, you're allowed to say that live on radio in the USA? No? Yeah? Um, if you don't focus okay. on
0: it for three minutes afterwards and you just move beyond it, Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, (laughs) so I I was asking the question about moving between states. Moving, moving between states. I was asking that question that there's alleged attempt tonight. I hope he does that. uh, It's going to be obviously through air travel because there's no way you're going to have borders. He couldn't arrest a border down. in mexico how could he erect Buddhas around all your states so um you know at the end of the day this is going to be very very interesting i think
0: jay uh
2: i mean there's a there's a piece of me that says uh i hope and pray that he attempts it Uh, i think it could be like the thing that just tips the kettle completely over um yeah there's a, it, it, it would interfere with interstate commerce in so many ways that it's not even funny. Just from an air travel standpoint, what is FedEx and Amazon supposed to do right before Christmas when they get those kinds of travel bans, etc.? What would the regs be, etc.? Uh, every judge in the country would get to hear the case. I'm not for sure. Some of them would agree, right? So you can't really count on that, but yeah. it probably yeah, would be I, the death knell.
0: It would actually be good if it happened for like 30 days.
2: Maybe.
0: (laughs) Just to to bring awareness to everybody. Because here's my classic example. One day I'm in Chino, California. I'm standing in the middle of a strawberry field. And I'm I'm doing video and, and doing some media work with these folks who are harvesting strawberries. They're cutting the tops off. They're putting them in a package and wrapping them right in the strawberry field. That night, those strawberries go to LAX. The next day, those strawberries are consumed in New York City, three thousand yeah. miles away. And, and so, if we had, if and keep in mind, eighty percent of our vegetables are grown in the Salinas Valley in California, in the nation. So, if we would just shot shut, shut down tr- cross state travel one day, thirty days. I'd like thirty days. I want to do this thirty days just to show people how important. All of our states are working collaboratively. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, but can I think, I just throw the
2: banana. I, you know, in can there, I just so throw the nice, Yeah, there's a
0: oh, – You can't throw bananas banana because we don't raise bananas in the U.S. There yeah, will but, be no bananas.
1: I, I can. I can throw an honor in. I can But I'm going to say to you, what if – honestly, because it's happened here. What if, if he only allows people who are vaccinated to move between states? and a vaccine passport.
2: Yeah, I'm just not for sure that he... I, well, again, I think every court in the land would hear the case pretty quickly, and I think that there would be enough injunctions put in place that people... It, it, they would have to abandon it as fast as they did it. The, the Department of Justice just doesn't have the it, ability to support those cases.
0: And next week, Andrew there would be a list of the top 30 presidents who unified the United States. And Joseph Biden would be number one on the list. Overwhelmingly, it wouldn't even be a second through 30th. He would be the man who united the United States of America once again.
2: Yeah, Uh, all in opposition to him, but he would have united. Yeah,
0: exactly, but creating unity. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but for the first time I can honestly say I'm leading both of you here I'm leading both of you to where I want you to be and you didn't realize it because I'm going to explain this why I'm leading you this way you've just given me the best bit of news I could ever have because I think your president is going to try to do something like that or mention something like this and I—that when I realise that these guys aren't going to get away with what they're trying to do in the rest of Europe and the rest of the world because no way. They, they've accepted it in Austria. They've accepted it in Germany and Italy and France and Canada and now the UK. Although the UK is now teetering on the edge, I'll tell you that now, we are teetering because people are like, mm, this is not really British. And so... What you've said to me is why I'm a very happy bunny today, because I've realized he hasn't got a cat-in-hell chance of doing what he wants to do in the United States. What he's been told he has to do in the United States, which is what everybody else has done, he isn't going to get anywhere near that, and that's music in my ears.
0: He goes silent when he gets a phone call, Jay.
2: (laughs) I No, I Uh-oh. think, I think the,
0: your lips are moving, but we're not hearing anything. Jay, go.
2: I think it's true that, uh, that this is a big play, you know, worldwide. Obviously we can, um, I mean, we all sit and watch the riots going on and, and the protests that are going on and, in uh, uh the european union over exactly these kinds of actions and uh, you i mean d- doing it the week of christmas uh in the united states would literally um uh it the only way i can imagine that uh, uh, joe biden might actually really uh try to push for it would end up being if he shorted the market Maybe if he shorted the, uh, the major market indexes across the board or had his brother short the major market indexes, because yesterday, just yesterday with his Omicron fear statements, you know, that have been, that he's put together, uh, Omicron, whatever it's called, um, (laughs) the, uh, you know, the market took another uh, 500 (laughs) point
1: one. So.
0: I'm renaming it Obamacrom. It's called Obamacrom Obamacrom (laughs) from now
1: on. But, you know, going back to what you said, I I, I never went time, I don't know, I heard everything you've said, but I I would say this, that I do think he's going to try something because I think he's under pressure to try something. Uh, and, And really, what's interesting is that you've had your first death from Omicron, according to... The news wires here in the UK, we've had one as well, one death, and they're literally their their whole narrative is falling apart, and that's why I find this really interesting because your no president's going to stand up and try to put the fear of goodness into all your people, and yet nobody can see people falling dead in the streets anymore. This is you know it's the virus is not killing people everywhere; it's killing still getting a very small number of people, but this variant is, is, is looking like nothing more than the common cold.
2: One of the one
0: of the well, interesting... We were, we were told that at the beginning, Jago.
2: Yeah, one of the interesting things that came up in the middle of this whole process, uh, I think that it, there was some coordination with the media on messaging in the fact that... Uh, Uh, a a big wall street journal opinion piece came out about this new variant and in new york city i guess some of the testing lines were pretty long uh to do testing for it not (laughs) not the treatment but for testing and that seemed to have been like the linchpin that they used to spur people to get excited well Nowhere else in America are the testing lines even long. I mean, people have literally no. moved on.
1: Yeah. Well, so, uh, our testing lines as well have dwindled, and our our government is desperate to get people boosted. And listen, guys, I know we're going to go to a break in a minute, but let me tell you, do you know what I think's really interesting here is the nice more man. I hear what's going on, the more I know that. It's actually the vaccinated that are getting Omicron in massive numbers compared to the unvaccinated. So these people are getting really desperate because once the press can't avoid giving that information out, the game's over, isn't it?
0: The game is over if you're not well informed and protect the harvest works day in and day out to keep you informed, particularly about what's happening in the animal rights world and all of those things that lead to challenges with property ownership and really taking care. look at what's happening in Massachusetts. Folks, it's reported that Massachusetts is going to have a reduction of 90% of their eggs in 2022 when Question 3 actually goes into effect on January 1st, 2022. Get informed. Continue to have access to the healthy food ingredients that farmers and ranchers produce. And you can find all of these details at protecttheharvest.com. We're back with the second half of Royal Route right after this. Welcome back. Roll route Trent Lewis alongside Andrew Henderson checking in from Leek, United Kingdom. <laughs> I was uh, Jay Troot somewhere near Billings, not Montana. Uh, yeah. I was drinking a beverage from my Burt Pour Inn glass last night, Andrew, thinking oh, that wow. I most likely will never be back at the Burt Pour Inn.
1: Oh, Ken, well, well, I I, I can't believe that that's going to happen, but go on.
0: I don't see global travel happening like it was prior to April 2020. I don't see it happening again.
1: I do. Jay, what about you? Well, give me a timeline.
2: I I mean, no, I don't think anytime soon. I think we've spooked people around the world, number one. Number two, though... um, you know, we create in the middle of all of this, we created zoom, uh, and, and video conference systems and, and stuff yeah. just like okay. what we do on a regular basis, right? And so, yeah. um, I, and companies, companies, more importantly, companies have figured out that they don't need office space for everybody. They can just tell people to work right. from home and they save all that money. And so yeah. I do think that we've changed the world in that regard.
1: Absolutely. now listen i don't i don't disagree with anything you've said there that's very interesting but do you really think that people will substitute that for the real thing
0: yes i do yeah. and, and and i think in for the short period of time probably for as long as i'm willing to travel like i was um, globally there's going to be a hindrance particularly for those that are not jabbed and complying with the way of the world and i'm i You'll kill me before you jab me. That's just how it is. So I don't see myself back at the Burt pour in. But I cherish the fact that I have a glass to remember that trip so
1: fondly. Right. Well, I'm going to get back to the United States of America like a rat up a drain pipe, come hell no, no, no high weather, because I firmly believe that good will triumph over evil here. I really, I really do believe that. And I believe the narrative is collapsing as we speak. Um, so I hope you're both wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I yeah. think, I do think within a couple of years, there'll be some semblance of something more normal, but I think it'll take a couple of years. So listen to, I mean, interestingly enough, if we, if it's maybe possible that the, uh, uh, the metaverse, I mean, I know this sounds like, crazy talk at this point but think ahead a little bit and it may be that we start doing meetings and vacation travel in the metaverse and if you want to buy a ticket to, for uh, somebody in the united states to go to italy you'll just put on your <laughs> oculus glasses
1: and you'll go right? <laughs> I, I actually agree with you 100
0: oh
1: goodness me i remember doing this uh, ride in, um, in california at the um, anaheim not anaheim sorry california uh, um disney and it was called over at california and you went into this uh room and you sat on a scene it said if you couldn't go on right ride if you had heart condition and so i looked at my phone and thought i wonder why that is? and anyway basically you go through Pull beach golf club you go surfing on the um, on on the on the seaboard, and then you go up to the orange groves and they, they sprayed you with all the orange smell as you went through the orange groves and stuff like that. And I thought, what a load of baloney when I went through that. I really did. I mean, it was a brilliant ride, yeah. but nothing well, uh, beats the real thing. Nothing one, beats the real thing.
0: There's one other factor that you... You haven't considered yet, Andrew. And I think it's big. What's that? Is that we have not experienced the economic disaster yet that we are going to. And as easy as it was to afford to buy a ticket to fly to see you in Manchester yeah. in March of February of 2020, that, yeah. uh, that privilege is not going to be at the same level when we come out of this that it was prior to. I mean, it's just, it's, that's where we're headed. No, and right. I'm content with it because you're I right. do know at the end, good will outweigh evil. But there's going to be some serious financial hardship before we get there.
1: Yeah. Actually, on that, point, on that point, on that point, Jay, I, I don't know whether you're aware of what happened in the UK last week, but I want your because I know you'll be able to put a balanced view on this. But something happened last week that made me really pick my ears up, I think that what and has just described. Is very close to happening, in weeks, if not months, at the most, and that is the economic crash of all time. And I, let me explain why I think that, and tell me whether you think I'm on the me. How can you have right? Our country has just increased its interest rates from point one. This is the government to point two five percent, right? So it's gone from point one to two five percent, and yet. We know that we've just had, for example, the biggest biscuit company in the UK has told everybody that their prices, as from January the 1st, are going up 6%. We've got 300% increases in in, uh, uh, gas prices. We've got 300% increases in steel prices. We've got fuel prices up about 30%. We've got wood up uh, 100%. How on earth can you have inflation at, say, 7 or 8%, and interest rates at 0.25%. Because as far as I'm aware, that means that if you borrow off a bank at, say, 2% above base, which would be 2.25%, the person lending you the money will actually be worse off for lending you the money because of inflation. Because their money is going to be worse less in a year's time when you've paid them back than, than what you've paid them back. So this is... The first time in my life, where I've seen the interest rates running—work this one out there. twenty times lower than the actual inflation rate. Twenty times lower. It's um, it's a square. It's a square. Uh, a, a square. A, a square going into a hole. It's not
0: going to go there, is it? Let me help you. A square yeah. peg in a round hole.
2: I think though I think though what we may see is that the uh, uh i I don't understand that dynamic today, and I've been wondering kind of the same thing we look at what our uh, our building costs are in Texas today, for example, you know and mm-hmm. they're about they're about twenty two percent higher um, exactly. off the board right so um with that said though. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I think one of the things that uh, when I talk to some of my friends in the financial sector, I think we may see some of this low cost interest actually start to start to evaporate because banks need to keep up with that inflationary rate as well in some respects. And so the, the, the just the demand for a lender, I mean, it's one thing for the Fed to issue a quarter percent rate or a half or even a 1% rate right let's just assume that as they begin to do this quantitative easing uh reversal in the united states right that that we may see interest rates climb up even to a point uh over the next year or so <clears throat> i think it becomes an irrelevant factor the only people that can borrow that money obviously are banks and financial institutions and the banks are looking around going, but wait a minute, I'm paying more for everything and I can't really get anybody to come to work in the first place. And we've had to reduce our hours and our services are higher, et cetera. And so, you know, these really hot shot rates that a lot of us were using uh, uh, myself included, right. For the last few years on, uh, 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 an operating note that was in the 4% or three and 4% range, you know, um, uh, I think those things are going to go away and the bankers are basically giving you a heads up when you talk to them that we probably won't be offering a you know a 3.78 percent operating note ever again so uh how do you feel about five and a half or six and a half or or seven and a half and that man that changes people's dynamic in uh in business dramatically (sighs) dramatically we have i mean yeah, it'll, it, it, because a lot of businesses don't have a 7% margin, you know. And so if you're paying 6.5% interest, uh, you're out of business.
1: I think when for the and biggest that, well, financial crash, crash in the history of mankind because I I can't see where this cannot happen. I mean, I've got a friend who's a, who's a financial advisor who's told me he believes that the bankers all know that the market has already collapsed, but they're just waiting for the first guy to, to admit it. That's that's what he's saying to me, that it, none of this is real. The, the, the high, buoyant um, uh, share market, everything, he says it's all false because everybody knows what's coming. Everybody knows. It's just who's going to be the first to accept it. Well,
0: it, it has to be false. And, and, Jay, here's how I see it. I drive around the country and I see people still building at a time when you can't get labor at a time when you can't get the lumber, you can't get the supply, you can't get the nail, you can't get anything you want. And yet they're still building. Like it's the greatest economic boon of of the world's history. I don't understand it.
2: Well, so listen, a, listen, a giant, a giant portion of that right now, though, is being funded and driven by the Exodus out of high, high net worth areas into lower uh, net worth areas. And so if you told your, uh, if, I mean, if you look at what, what we see anyway, both in, in Missouri and Colorado and in Texas, it is people moving out of California, Chicago, New York, New Jersey that are moving into the Midwest and they sold a two or three or four million dollar apartment. They have two million dollars cash in their hand, and so they'll pay whatever they need to pay. And and price becomes not really an object. You can you can sell a uh, if you build a nice big home in Dallas, Texas, you can price it
0: for about whatever you want. Well, I mean, well, I've, heard, somebody, I've heard I've heard tell I just, people getting more than they asked for it. When did that ever happen? Yeah. I want two hundred fifty thousand yeah. for this. Oh, would you take two hundred and eighty thousand? Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, well, I, and I think I well, of that. I know that there's somebody else who's willing to pay three hundred. No, listen to this Scott. have even know, seen you, it in in the. No, you go. ahead. All right,
1: go on,
0: I'm going to go. I'm going to just go because they can't decide what's going on, and I'm going to tell you that Dr. Nathan Bryan has brought to us the real story behind remaining healthy. He was the first one, by the way, to clue me in to the demonization of cholesterol. And he said, we have we have to have cholesterol. You need to get your nitric oxide level correct. And cholesterol just doesn't matter. But that's what's important. Getting your body, your immune system, everything ready to fight off whatever comes your way. And why is it that your nitric oxide level at birth is so extremely high? Because it's important for Functioning and getting the brain going and making sure the heart works. So that's why I take a nitric oxide supplement every day. NO2U.com, NO2U.com. And Jay, when you put Trent and the coupon code, you get a 10% discount and free shipping. What a deal. Trent is worth something to you. We're back with the last segment of Roll Route after this. Welcome back, Roll Route, Trent lives alongside. Day true. I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but uh, 2022 is only 10 days away.
1: Yeah. I know, it really is. It's, it's It'll a, it's probably scary, be a lot it? like
2: 2021. I don't, so. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be
0: anything like 2021. I think everything no, you're talking about with, with this economic crash is coming yeah. early in 2022. And you're going to start asking yep. what's really important in life. I see it.
1: I think the yeah. bovine fecal matter is going to hit the fan. <laughs> and I I really do. I, I, and and
0: um urea, which we
2: we're talking about all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and also, I, I, I was going to say that you know, come back to this proper those property uh, uh, issues that uh, Jay brought up. Um, you know, I bought this truck that I'm sat in here. to brand new mercedes in may mercedes van guess what it's worth more now than when i bought it how's that and i've done twenty-five thousand miles in it
2: um
1: so uh that's the first time that i've ever had an investment a car which has been worth more money well a van that's been worth more money after five months of use, and when i when i bought it or six months of years so that there is an unreal world but i have a feeling the honeymoon period is about to end here and um not least because it does run on AdBlue rent. It has AdBlue in it for a start, so that could be a problem unless I can get the uh, the Harvest Moon uh, um, inputted to my to my car. That's the, that's going to be the issue. So there you go. We are so it's,
0: in it's for it's a diesel. A
1: it's a diesel. So we are in for a a, a, a gigantic tumultuous. 2022 however i it could be good not bad I, i'm not always in the negative vein here because what about writing all this debt off to some of these people that might be proven to be not quite what we thought they were these uh, george Soroses of the world that we live in what about writing all that debt off anybody got a view on that well, let Chai, mean, for instance.
2: You, mentioned, you mentioned the S word, though. And like George Soros uh, has made almost all of his money shorting the market, meaning he makes money. Yeah, when that's true. And um, yeah, that's true. And that's his goal. Right. That's why he funds yeah. chaos because he knows that if he if if uh, it's it's the reason he's unwelcome in Britain in the first place. Right. Is because he's shorted the pound. Made billions and billions of pounds uh, by shorting the pound, and then w- walked off. You know, and it all turned out to be a scam in the first place, right? It was. Uh, it wasn't even a real play. And so,
1: yeah, 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 right. Uh, I, 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 just have a feeling that some of these guys may have, um, you know, what's for as my father would say, what's for you won't go past you. And I've got yeah. a feeling that some of these guys could well, um back in their own futility and that's there are things starting to happen with regards to I am sure you've heard about the Fauci emails that got released yesterday about him trying to suppress the Barrington three uh those people that tried to uh, say there was another way to get through a pandemic without locking your economy uh, your economy down and um, there's quite a lot of evidence that some countries have done that. Japan is one, Indonesia is another, Indians another, India's is another. And, uh, I, you know, once people start joining up all the dots, some of these people and the people behind them could well be in some very serious trouble. Very, very serious trouble. Uh, so I, I'm holding out for that, to be honest, that we start to uh, unravel the criminals that have got us into this position. Not least... The Chinese People's Republican Army. You know, this is a bioweapon, in my opinion. So, at some at some at some stage, it's going to be retribution once we can prove it. Trent, have I put you to well, sleep?
0: The, no, well, yeah, you have. Um, the The damage <laughs> is being done, and we're not paying attention to it, though. And it, it, it's mm. all across the board, and it's at the local level because we've been bragging about the local level. So, I got a call this week. That on uh, Friday afternoon, the Nebraska Public Power District, which is a co op board uh, that basically decides what's going on with our electric supply in most of the state of Nebraska, they voted on a resolution to go carbon zero, net carbon zero by 2050. Well, Whoa. that all sounds fine and dandy, except when you know the backstory is that there was a takeover. And five people come onto this board within the last in the last election. It's documented. Nobody's even arguing. It's documented that they were funded by Soros, and it is a very liberal agenda coming into what nobody's talking about. Who who's everybody's talking about Omicron? Who's talking about who's controlling your local power district? We have people from this global authority that you're talking about now that pose a real threat that are infiltrating our local elections and local decisions. We need to start talking about that. We need to hold these people accountable. And when you look at the real numbers, I saw a Preg, a PREG U, uh part of the Manhattan Institute presentation by Mark Mills this week. He walks through categorically how dangerous solar and wind energy are to the environment and to the economic system, it makes complete sense. And all of that is being suppressed. I'm going to make sure it's not suppressed. I'm going to get a hold of the guy and get him on this program. But people just need to engage and pay attention to what's going on. You know, the one thing that's irritating me this week more than anything is that I've been sharing as much as I can, and I'm going to continue to do that about the four-county fire in Kansas. And everybody says, why haven't I heard about this? You know why you haven't heard about this? Because Mm -hmm. all anybody does is tune in to major media and expect them to do something different than they've been doing. we have to go find this information. And when we go find this information on a regular basis, those sources that we don't trust anymore, they will have no choice but to go away. Yeah, you know why
2: that fire wasn't covered, though?
0: Why, Jay? Jay?
2: Because it wasn't in California.
0: Yes, yeah, but terrible. you know
1: the other it's side of that, that is that. But but the it's, a, it's like that guy that ploughed through all those people, up. that guy that ploughed through all those people in uh, it, was it in Wisconsin? I mean, why why is the president not into all those families? It's absolutely disgusting.
0: So, Jay, back to the tornado in Kentucky, they covered that pretty well.
2: Yeah, I think I think they did though because it it fit again it fit kind of the narrative for them and the narrative yeah. was that um, uh, climate, climate change, change has created yeah. uh, this that and the other and it was a little harder to do in Kansas Nebraska Colorado and Wyoming uh, where we had 100, literally hundred mile an hour winds in a couple of places uh, on a sustained basis not just. Gust—they oh, right. were 105 for a
0: long time. Heat.
2: Yeah, and I mean the wind—the uh, wind where I was blew forty-five miles an hour for hours, and so yeah. um, that wow. uh, again. That but that didn't really fit the rest of their change. You could explain that away pretty quickly, but we can. This intensity of storms is the talking point for the yeah. climate change folks today. And so, um, mm-hmm. if had it, if, uh, if it had been a bit of fire in California, they'd have covered it because it was California. They did cover Kentucky. Number one, 80 people died, right?
1: Yeah, um, right.
2: Or more. No, a hundred and something people died, really, in reality, mm-hmm. I think. And we don't, we That's won't. That's a big for deal for a
0: tornado years. anywhere.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, no, I, the climate folks, uh, the climate folks, uh, uh I don't think are in retreat at all. And I I keep hearing some people talk about, especially since build uh, build back, you know, got uh, slowed down, et cetera. There was kind of a flurry of emails that I got yesterday. Well, do you think this is the biggest defeat that the climate folks have ever gotten? Blah, blah, blah. And I don't see it. I don't think they got a defeat at all. I listen, and here is the, this is the thing that you go out and speak about all the time, Trent. And I don't I I mean, we're going to use different words, you and I, but it's the same thing. But I'm, I tell people all the time when I go out and train people how to actually um, take advantage of the of the political system. The first the first thing that I tell people is, is that when you quit, you lose. And if you never quit, you have a shot at winning. It doesn't matter whether you're one against a million or you're a million against one. The first one to quit loses, and the first people to keep going and never give up on a on a battle. Well, I don't see I don't see any indication that that the climate um, crazies maybe they've shrank in number a little bit lately, but I don't see them. Uh, uh, I don't see no, them don't pulling up pulling up their skirts
0: at all, right? No, they're that's, retreating. That's they are say- to get a new game plan. That's what they're doing. Okay, well, let, let's
1: just let, let's just um, take a few steps back here, there, guys. We've we've both all agreed that we know a huge implosion on the economy is around the corner, and that's going to mean jobs, millions of jobs are going to go. It's also going to mean that we're going to see what, as long been known as the hierarchy of needs, will be adjusted in a way that nobody can imagine. That happened in the 1970s. Here, I think it had with you under Carter. And what I'm going to say to you: Listen, somebody talking to you about the Green New Deal in six months' time. Believe me, they're going to be a minority. There's no going no way you can afford. You'll be able to afford any of this Green New Deal. Any of these, any of these things are in that bill anyway. Because we are in for the biggest economic crash in the history of the modern world. And that's why I know, in my opinion, you don't need to worry Trent, because people are going to come back to your meat and your, and your dairy and your crops and your tomatoes, everything else that can be grown in California in such a way. Because people's hierarchy of needs will be back to their primary instincts, which is food on the table. And that's where it's going to go. And because at the end of the day, no, that's how
0: China has had to. I'm with no, Jay we'll on see. this one. It, it, it will require, it It has to, you have to create it. You have to be resilient in sharing the the story of how meat production is improving the environment, not detrimental to the environment. <laughs> you have the resilient. Resiliency is the key word. And it will always will be. Jay well, you won't give up.
1: Today. I won't give up. You won't give up. Oh, I won't give up. Him, and Jay won't give up. So what I'm saying to you is, when the no, economic think- conditions change, we'll be there. We'll be ready. We're going to take them by stump. and then we will have a narrative because it's going to be right, about Jay. fit on the table.
0: Jay,
2: the the end of the the end of the day, uh, in the short term, is whether or not we actually end up believing the media narratives, and the media narratives have already been bought and paid for. And the media narrative will be that we have food shortages because of carbon emissions. We have, um, and yeah. not that carbon emissions are part of solving it. And and people are just going to have to open their eyes.
0: And that <laughs> will be the final word of the day as we've journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America. Jay Truitt, Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce, be gentle, stay firm.